Are you a virtual assistant juggling all the things, you know, inquiries, contracts, payments? It can feel a little overwhelming at times trying to keep up with everything, right? Well, meet your new business BFF, insert HoneyBook. Think of HoneyBook as the upgrade your VA business didn't even know that it needed, taking you from beginner to polished and professional in no time. I've been using HoneyBook since day one of my business, and let me tell you, it's been a lifesaver for this busy mom. It's user-friendly, lets you automate workflows, and my favorite part is that it's completely customizable, so it'll look like it's native to your brand. I know what you're thinking. Do I really need a customer management platform? Well, spoiler alert, yes, you do. It's the secret ingredient that's given my VA business a 98% success rate of turning curious inquiries into solid bookings. Now, here's the deal. You can score an amazing 50% off right now if you use the link in the show notes. That's right. You heard that correctly. 50% off your entire subscription for any plan. And trust me when I say your business deserves the HoneyBook Upgrade. All right, friends, let's chat about the brand new social media platform, Threads. In case you've been living offline lately, I'll give you the inside scoop on Meta, which is Facebook and Instagram's parent company, their newest social media platform called Reds. So we're now about a month out from the initial launch of the platform. So I thought it was the perfect time to recap where we are with the platform, how I feel about it, and where I see it going. All right, let's dive on in. Have you ever felt like society isn't built for moms? Maybe you're a mama with a tiny voice in your head telling you there must be another way to balance it all. You know, working, momming, all the things. Yep, I had it too. And it likely means you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Amanda Rush, a Southern mama with big city sensibilities. I'm the girl that took a daydream and built a profitable virtual assistant business all in the middle of a global pandemic. Now, I work from home alongside some of the biggest bloggers and influencers while running a six-figure agency. Come along as we dive into business, marketing, strategy, and real life as a female entrepreneur. I'm all about simple, easy, actionable steps that get real results. This podcast is for the millennial mom that is ready to kick imposter syndrome and start making money on her own terms. Get ready as we dig in, do the work, and redefine what it means to be a working mom. This is the Millennial Mom Movement. So first, I want to kick off this episode with what even is trends? So... You may already know if you're on Instagram and use the platform, have seen other people talking about it, or you may kind of have seen it in passing and been like, okay, that's cool, but like, what really is this? Threads is essentially Instagram's version of Twitter. And man, did it come out of the gates blazing hot. We are a month out from the initial launch, and Thread currently has over 115 million users. 
They set a record because in just one hour, Thread surpassed 1 million users. And in two days alone, Threads reached 70 million users. And this is a fun fact, which I thought was super cool. Would you like to know the number one most followed account on Threads with 5 million followers? Can you guess who it is? None other than Kim Kardashian. Now, I'm not going to lie. This one kind of made me giggle a little bit, but I wasn't at all surprised because the Kardashians' new show on Hulu, I feel like is a new vibe for the Kardashians, and it's definitely making a comeback, and I am not ashamed to say that I was 100% watching the season finale of that with my mother-in-law just the other night, and we were both talking about how we remember watching the Kardashians back in the day, and here we are years later still watching the Kardashians, but it's the type of entertainment that you just like can't look away from. I personally find it very interesting how they've each built their own individual brand and leverage different facets of the business in order to build their own businesses. So that's just my little side note for today's episode. All right, back to Threads. So if you're wondering what the heck Threads is, essentially, like I said, it's Instagram's version of Twitter meaning that it's mostly a text-based platform. However, you do have the ability to do memes and GIFs. You can upload videos. You can upload photos. There's no like real function like Instagram and none of the video editing capabilities that you have inside of Instagram transfer over to threads. However, one of the things that I found very interesting about how they launched threads was that it is synced to your Instagram account from the onset. So it allows users to keep their usernames and retain followers all while transferring over the information. So for instance, I got a notification that was like, hey, Threads is live, would you like to join? And all I had to do was hit yes. I didn't even have to create a username and password. It automatically copied over my username from Instagram, my bio, my profile picture, It even went as far as to go and say, hey, you're following these people on Instagram. Would you also like to follow these people on threads? And then you could hit yes or you could hit no or you could choose to follow some of them and not all of them. And it was very seamless. And another thing that I thought was really interesting was when they did the launch, they were very clear about the fact that they are very much still building out the platform and they recognize that, hey, It's missing some features like the ability to message people directly and probably do some of these other things that we see in other apps that is not currently available with Threads. Now, the one big differentiator between Twitter and Threads is obviously the lack of the DM messaging, which is like direct messaging where I could message somebody individually and nobody else would see it. But the other big kicker that I found interesting was that on threads, you have 500 characters, which is much more than what you have on Twitter. And I found this to be interesting because instead of just like a quick little nugget or thought, as Twitter so often is, it really kind of allows you to tell a story, which I think if you've ever used Facebook or Instagram is really what they're trying to do with their platforms. They're trying to create connection and tell stories through their social media platforms. 
Now, as of right now, there's currently no ads on Threads. I am sure that will change at some point. So that's another thing that I'm sure down the pipeline we'll see. But with the first 30 days so far, no additional features have been added since the original launch. And there's no ad, which for some people, they love that. Other people, they're like, give us the ads, right? And then the other thing that I thought was really interesting is, so sorry, my European friends, Threads is currently only available to the United States. And I did a little bit of research on this, and I thought this was really interesting. But from my research, what I found was the reason that they decided not to roll it out to our European friends is due to an ongoing regulatory concerns. The app is currently not available in the EU because in May, Meta was hit with a 1.2 billion that's in euros, 1.3 billion by US dollars, fine, by its leading EU privacy regulator over how Meta handles user information. And the lawsuit ordered Meta, which is Facebook and Instagram, to stop transferring users' data to the United States. And that is still going on, the lawsuit. I don't know about if they're still transferring the data. So, as of right now, that's kind of the lowdown on the platform. And so if you open up the platform, one thing that I really like about it is it's very clean, very simple, very easy to digest. I personally have not been active on Twitter in what feels like probably a decade. I do know how to use the platform. I just personally don't post to it, nor did I ever really post to it because it just never really felt like my cup of tea. However, I feel like threads is very much for the person that's like me who never really got on the Twitter bandwagon. But now that threads is here, I'm like, oh, okay, well, if this is sort of redefined, I almost like it. And so I think it's interesting to see, will threads replace Twitter? Will it be a competitor? Will it still be here in six to eight months, a year from now? Honestly, I don't really know. But I will say, I have a feeling that it's here to stay. I don't think this is going to be like a clubhouse situation where all of a sudden there's all this hype around a specific platform and then a year later it dies. I think the reason that we saw the rise and fall of clubhouse was because of the time frame. Clubhouse was born in the heart of the pandemic. And at that time, the majority of people were in their homes and they had a lot of extra time. And so they were able to kind of stay online a lot more than they would now. And Clubhouse was live. Like you had to be listening to the rooms and the chats and be ready to be called up. And Threads isn't that. Threads, you can open up the app, play around in it, close it, and then you're done and come back to it at any point. Now, one thing that I think is kind of interesting is the algorithm very much reminds me of the early days of Instagram where you could get on and like you were seeing things being posted in chronological order. I think that's really interesting. And as of right now, Threads does not have that trending search page that Instagram has, which honestly is like one of my favorite pages of Instagram. Sometimes if I'm just feeling like I need a little bit of inspiration or I want to connect with an account that's outside of the people that I follow, I'll go to that search function on Instagram and just see what pops up and kind of see like what content does Instagram think that I would like. 
And as of right now, Threads doesn't have something like that. So you're only going to see the content that is being produced by the people that you follow. So I think that's good. And I also think that in some cases that's bad too, right? Because there might be people that I'm interested in following that I don't know exist and I won't see their content because I'm not following them. So because of that, you have to be really intentional about your thread strategy, which we will get to. But before we get to that, I want to talk about what I've seen so far that's working. So let's start with the fact that Yes, it's a simpler platform in comparison to Instagram or Facebook. And I think because of its simplicity, it seems like users, content creators, and businesses alike feel like there's less of a barrier to entry. And what I mean by that is there's sort of this wave of freshness because it feels as if, and I'm doing like quotation marks here, the playing field is level. And what I mean by that is everybody is new to threads. Nobody's an expert. Nobody's a marketing guru. Nobody's the end-all, be-all, or the coach, or the whatever, because we all just got onto the platform. Like, the platform itself is in beta, so none of us can be experts. And I think because of that, people feel less intimidated to create content on it because it's not like they're comparing their content to somebody that's been creating content for 10 years on that same platform. However... I will say that the people that are quick to refine their content on there, I have seen much greater success than the people that are kind of sporadic and posting about anything and everything under the sun. Now, the other thing that I've noticed about Threads is it seems like it's almost a reinvention platform. I remember in like the first week of its launch, I was on the platform frequently just kind of observing and seeing what is this platform? What's trending? What's happening? How are people using it? And of course, I'm thinking about things through the lens of like myself, my business, my clients. How can they use it? How can we roll this out? How can we create any service offering? What do we need to do as a business that is very much in the social media and marketing realm in order to make sure we don't fall behind the trends? So as I'm like observing things and looking at things through this lens, I very much noticed that so many people were excited to kind of showcase a different side of themselves that they feel like maybe they couldn't on another social media platform like TikTok or Facebook or Instagram or even YouTube. And it also seemed like people were a little bit sassier and a little bit wittier and a little bit less buttoned up and less curated on the platform. And so I started to see businesses and brands be funny and kind of a little bit sassy and just bring a different spice to the platform, which I have to say, I genuinely appreciate. And I felt this myself. I felt like, oh, I can be a little bit more unfiltered is probably a good way of putting it than I would on like an Instagram platform. Now, that is, you know, all taken with a grain of salt. And I think that's kind of like what people are known for on Twitter, right? And I remember in its beginning stages, a lot of times it was like quick, funny one-liners or what a thought somebody had or, you know, whatever. And now, obviously, it's so much more than that. But it's interesting to see kind of how, as Threads is being birthed into the world, how people are utilizing the platform. That's not to say just because people are being fun and witty and kind of bringing their personality into it that it can't be used for marketing and strategy. I think it just means that those that are sleeping on using it for the intent to grow their audience and serve more people are ahead of the game. 
So that kind of leads me into my next point, which is how I personally recommend you use it to grow your business. And what I've seen a select few people do really well so far on the platform. So let's get into the strategy portion because while everybody is talking about threads, I feel like very few people are saying, hey, if you want to take a stab at using this as a marketing tool, here's what I recommend starting with. Now, am I a threads expert? Absolutely not. Do I have a massive following on threads? No, but if you want to come hang out with me, I invite you to do so. It's at Amanda Rush Holmes. But I will say, looking at it through a marketing lens, these are a few things that are very easy to implement that you could do today that you would probably be glad that you did this six months down the road. Kind of like when TikTok first got started and all the content creators who actually took the time to create content and grow their following in the beginning are like massive on TikTok now. Well, imagine if that could be you. So here we go. That could be you on threads. Okay. The first thing you want to do is think about the platform in the same way that you would any other social media platform and use the lens of how can I meet my audience where they are and serve them well. This is going to start with your content pillars. And if you're not familiar with the content pillar is, essentially it's a group of different topics that you consistently talk about and they're almost like your brand. And maybe this is your brand as in your business and maybe you're more of a personal brand like myself at the moment where you kind of talk about a little bit of personal and a little bit of business. And so for me, these content pillars, I've got a few different ones, are motherhood. A lot of times I talk about being a mom and what it's like raising two boys and juggling that with the business. My other content pillar is being a virtual assistant. So I have a virtual assistant course where I teach moms how to make full-time income as virtual assistants. So a lot of times I'm talking about virtual assistant tips and education and how to become a virtual assistant and what to do once you are one and navigating clients and so many of my own life experiences. The next piece of the puzzle that I talk about is influencer marketing because I obviously have a virtual assistant agency that supports bloggers and influencers. So we have to be really up to date when it comes to influencer marketing specifically. And the last thing is personal interest. So Things like what book I'm reading and what I'm interested in and maybe like where I'm going on vacation and oh, here's some cute home decor and just kind of like that real life human aspect. So those are the things that I typically talk about and the type of content that I rotate through. Now, within each of those umbrellas, there's a lot of different topics, but those are kind of the overarching pillars, if you will. So if you're thinking about things through this lens and you're like, I don't know what to say or what to put on threads, start here. Now, the easiest approach I would recommend is start by repurposing content that you already have. Now, that's not to say like you should take your reels and post them to threads and think that they're going to do amazing, but you could probably grab a really great quote from a podcast that you recently did or ask a question like, hey, I'm recording a podcast. I'm just saying this because I'm recording a podcast episode right now, but hey, I'm recording a podcast episode later this afternoon. Would you want to hear about this topic or this topic? Which brings me to my next point is that Threads is a really, really great place to connect with people. And it's also a really great place to pull your audience. So if you're wondering, what are some things that I could post to Threads? I'm going to give you a few ideas. You could do something that is a little bit polarizing. Maybe it's a hot take. Maybe it's something that you believe that goes against the grain. For instance, one of my 
polarizing things about being a virtual assistant is that I don't think that you need to spend time creating social media content, which I realize is contradictory to this entire episode. But what I mean by that is when you're first getting started as a virtual assistant, you are not going to find and land and grow your business by spending time creating perfect social media posts. There are other ways to grow your business, and then you can invest in the marketing side, which is social media. And when I say invest, that is just your time. Yes, it could be money, but also you're investing your time if you're spending hours trying to figure out a reel to post. There are better things we can do with our time. So that could be a polarizing take. Another thing could be like, I'm just going to use the virtual assistant thing as an example for all of these. Maybe a myth about being a virtual assistant. A lot of times people think that if you hire a virtual assistant that you're going to have to spend all this time training them and they're not going to know anything or they're unreliable because maybe one person had one bad experience with one virtual assistant and now people think that about virtual assistants. I don't know. That's just an example. You could also go ask a thought-provoking question. So something like, what's your biggest struggle right now as a virtual assistant? Or if somebody could give you one thing to help your virtual assistant business, what would it be? Things like that where you're really going to get to know the people that you're serving. You can do a poll. You can ask your audience, you know, what's the latest book that they read or what podcast did they listen to? I mean, there's so many different ideas and examples looking through your different content pillars. And this should be really natural for you because if you're posting on places like Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, a podcast, a YouTube channel, a blog, any of these other places, and you're already talking about these things, it should honestly be so easy for you to take two minutes out of your day, type something up on threads, and post that. And I would recommend just picking a time of day that works well for you. So for me, a lot of times this is around lunchtime. I'm typically breaking in the middle of the day, grabbing a bite to eat, and I can take two minutes to just type up something that came to mind or something that's going on in the business or repurpose content that I've already shared on Instagram and post it the threads. And my personal commitment is just to post once a day. Let's just make it easy. Let's post once a day. It takes me less than a minute. And it's not hard because it's literally just text. Now, if you want to go above and beyond and do a GIF or a photo or a graphic or a video or something like that, amazing. Do I think that that is going to do well? Yeah, I do. You want to know why? Because when I'm scrolling through threads, most people are just utilizing the text function. And so if you do a photo or video, that is naturally going to stop somebody's scroll because it's more engaging. And we know people are visual people. I think it's like 90% of our cognitive comprehension is visual. And that's why visuals are so important. So if you want to go a step above and beyond, then post one of those visuals. But as a bare minimum, I would recommend posting at least once a day. And it doesn't have to be like these grand thought-provoking things. It could literally be like a funny thought. For instance, you know you're a mom if, insert funny thing that happened. Or you know you're a toddler mom if, insert funny thing that happened. For instance... Earlier, I found a muffin on the railing of my stairs. Just a little mini muffin just sitting there. That's how you know you have toddlers in your house when like 
they're in the middle of eating a snack and then they walk away and then they, where do I put them up? And I'm going to put them up and on the steps, on the railing of the steps, because that makes sense. Makes me laugh. There's so many moments like that where I'm like, this makes no sense unless you're a parent of toddlers. So one thing that I want to say is I have noticed people are much less salesy on threads than on Instagram. Now, that's not to say that I don't want you to talk about all the amazing things that you have to offer. I just want you to be a little bit more clever about it. One person that I feel like does this really well is, I'm going to double have to double check her handle, but I'm pretty sure it's my template shop or so my social template or something like that. I'll put a link to her handle on threads in the show notes because I can't remember exactly. But I was reading through her profile the other day and she had these series of posts and they were all so punchy, so funny, so witty, so catchy. But she was talking about how she was basically in the middle of launching her membership, which is a template, like a Canva template subscription, and you pay monthly and then you get new templates every month that are good for Canva that you can use on social media. And she only launches her membership, I think, once or twice a year. It's not like every month. And of course, right in the middle of her membership, Threads launches. So like everybody's obsessed with Threads and nobody cares about her launch of her membership. And it's just so funny that that's happening. And so she's talking about this on Threads being like, oh, haha, by the way. And if you also need like beautiful social media templates, here's some, you can use these on threads. Like it was very like funny and catchy, brought it back to what she did. Another person that did this route was, her name is Lainey Media. And she was talking about how she's very polarizing. She teaches like social media strategy. And a lot of the things that she says offends people. She'll say things like, the reason nobody's buying your stuff is because your content sucks. So that could offend a lot of people who have, you know, they don't realize that she's just being funny. Like, it's not that your content sucks, or maybe it is. But she just says things like that because she's like, no, there's no strategy behind it, but also your content sucks. And so she was doing a really good job of saying funny things like that. Like, I wonder how many uh, people can be annoyed by me on threads. Is it going to be as many as Instagram? And things like that, that she's playing on the fact that She's getting backlash for some things that she says and she's aware of it, but it also ties back to the fact that she's like, oh, and by the way, if you want your content to be good, you should hire me, basically. And so that's another really great example of how somebody's kind of bringing their personality and letting it shine through, but bringing it back to what they do. So I encourage you to have fun, test it out, and don't overthink it. It's like, Not a big deal. Everybody's just getting started. Nobody's an expert. But I will say, if you can commit to posting every single day and you look at your content pillars, post content around those content pillars, bring it back to how you can serve and help people, I promise you, you will not regret investing your time and energy into this platform. And at the very least, it's a really great practice to get into the habit of consistent content creation So that if you decide to tackle another platform that you're not on, like YouTube or TikTok or even Instagram that you're not posting consistently on, but you want to be to grow your audience, this is a really great place to practice because it'll create those foundational habits that you'll need in order to be successful on other platforms 
where there's a lot more competition, a lot more people, and a much stronger algorithm. All right. I mean, I guess this is a great time to say if you're not already following me on threads, I invite you to come hang out with me. See the sassy side of Amanda if you're interested in her. And also, I just think it's really fun to hear like everybody's hot takes and what they're up to. And you'll get a sneak peek into the funny things that happened to me as a mom because I will have been sharing them over there, which hopefully you guys can relate and I'm not the only one. I hope this episode helped to encourage you to give Threads a try. I am interested to hear what you think about the social media platform. Let me know over on Threads and I will see you guys next week. Bye for now. You just finished another episode of the Millennial Mom Movement Podcast. And because I know you're a mover and shaker, here's your action item. Snap a screenshot of this episode, share it over on Instagram, and tag me at Amanda Rush Holmes. Each week, I'll pick one person and send you a Starbucks gift card on me as my way of saying, hey, thanks for hanging out with me on the regular and being a part of this incredible movement. See you next week.